0: Huzzah, Rangers! This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers Show, and I am joined with a very, very special guest this time. Around his name is Phil as well. This is Phil Groves. He is the co-founder and co-owner of the Chicago Hounds. Phil, how the hell are you? I'm doing great, Phil. It's always good to you know I got all Phils together. You know? Yeah. Good, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is great. Uh, we were talking about NASCAR prior to us going live, which yep. is all you know right down my uh, my avenue. Uh, and it was a road race, as a matter of fact, in Chicago, so that's kind of interesting. But um what I really, the reason why I wanted to have you on here, obviously, you're going to be our uh, Chicago correspondent going forward, yeah, which is awesome. Sure. So we'll be talking yeah. to you in the off season, probably closer towards uh, the next season. But I wanted to get you on here because the final, the MLR final that is, is going to be held in the Chicago area, specifically at Seat Geek Stadium, where the Chicago Hounds, your team plays. So I wanted yep. to get you on here to talk about that. And You know, of course, myself, my girlfriend will be there. It's going to be great. A lot of Rangers out there, the Free Jacks fans. I know a ton are coming to Chicago to see our boys try to hoist that shield. My first question to you, though, is a little bit off topic because just because I, I, I me and Matt McCarthy kind of butt heads a little bit. The infamous host of the Rugby Wrap Up, Matt McCarthy himself, has referred to you as the Mark Cuban of MLR owners. What is your thoughts about the comparison? Um, well, I guess, you know, uh,
1: they're not too many of us out there dancing around, hanging out with the players and. True, you know right. that um, you know they don't let they don't let me near the the other part of the business so i'm not allowed to you know anything on the field or the player selection or the strategy yeah so yep. I, I have to make two on the other side which i think i'm pretty good at uh, enjoy it you know I, I still play rugby you know my season you know our preseason starts august 1st so i don't think a lot of the other owners are actually playing rugby anymore so right. um, I have a different perspective you know and um uh so you know i enjoy it and uh it's a lot of fun i think you know you know i think a lot of people take take their business too seriously so if you have more fun i think that was the culture we wanted to build as a a new expansion team Mm -hmm. obviously we got a really late start everything was kind of a shit show for the first few months and luckily you know we have a great ceo who gets it done but it wasn't easy as you know from everything from our jersey selection to our color you know fighting with atlanta so Uh all that so you know i just focus on the other side try to be happy and you know get a good culture with the good boys on the team Yep. And you we'll know, go to the away games. You know, I think my favorite away game was, was in Boston. As you know, I went nice. to Boston College, so I spent yep. four years there. My, my older two kids lived there, so they came and joined me and had a great time in the parking lot, you know, before yep. the game show. It was great. So I really enjoyed it. Went out afterwards, ended up at a yep. house party with somebody on the team sometime at 2 in the morning. So <laughs> the Mars was, it was good. We had a great weekend. That's awesome. I'm really excited to have all the Boston fans here. As yep. you know, part of our, our our game day is a direct homage to Boston by having Dropkick Murphys there. And awesome. I haven't seen their set list, but I really hope they play for Boston because, you know, the, they, they play a great version of it. So, um, you know, we I think we kind of expected New England to be there, and that was one of the draws, get it there early, get more England, New England fans coming. And you know, tickets it. Home. we're excited I get lots of messages from people. And so we're really excited to host everybody.
0: So yeah, no worries, man. This is going to be really, really a great time. Um, you, you know, you threw a lot at me there, but I wanted to go back one second and talk about yeah. you're still playing rugby, which is awesome. And I wanted to mention, like, the way that you approach ownership is probably how I would do the same thing. Yeah. You know, if my team won, I would, fuck, you know, take my shirt off and twirl it around too. You For know sure. what I'm saying? So, sure. heck yeah. I mean, it, you own the team. So it's a part of you, it's your baby. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I would do the same thing. But uh, talk about still playing right now. I think you had a, um, a non traditional approach. Approach to rugby wasn't your son playing and then you found it or something like that yeah i'm that you know
1: i'm old i didn't start playing till 2015. i was 46. Yeah. so i started uh i learned about rugby first from 2008 when i lived in hong kong my son started playing and then i, I, I started volunteering with a charity that uh did life skills for rugby for people in laos and i, I still do that and that, that that charity became a very big charity and we're we'll bringing them to the u.s and their first event in the u.s will be this saturday that's so we're awesome. really excited for that. So, you know, I was uh, – by happenstance, I ended up you know, on a field in 2015. Someone invited me to play a game with an old guy team, and they didn't show up. So I ended up with the young guy team, and next thing I know, I'm learning how to play rugby, and I hadn't played before. And wow. So, so uh, I'm in a big club here in Chicago, Chicago Rugby Clubs. So we, have, we have four men's sides. So last year I played on the second side. I don't think I'll make that this year, so I'll probably be one down. But, um, yeah, so we have a big club. We have a lot of sides. We do a lot of charitable work. So it's it's good. And it's, it's, all, it's all year round. And, uh, and I still, you know, my business is still in Hong Kong, so I still travel back there to play in the winters. So, nice. uh, yeah, so I'm loving it. So, yeah, taking my shirt off at games is <laughs> –
0: Sort of normal for me, so yeah, that's pretty mild, right? About
1: it. But, yeah, I got some grumpy messages about that, but yeah,
0: that's that's hilarious, man. That's really, really inspirational stuff. Like, I I, I didn't chicken out, but I kind of overslept the old boys tournament at the free Jacks mm-hmm. game. And like, what you're saying, like, playing at what do you say 46 is uh, well, I'm 54 now, I started 56. at 46, yeah, unreal, man, yeah. unreal. Yeah. Like, there's no excuse for anybody out there that's getting mm-hmm. a little bit older that's you know still wants the desire to play. Get your ass out there and look feel great. Oh, is doing
1: it so much yeah. stuff to do and you know there's a real big push on on the competitive touch side the real touch you know where you actually run back five meters every time yes. and you know world rugby is just going to unleash one of those you know to be a much bigger part of it and your know, competitive touch is really tough you have to be in much better shape actually mm-hmm. to, in, in another rugby because you're running all the time it's it's like sevens but you're playing the whole damn game
0: so. absolutely yeah. we got some uh, some Boston College haters oh, here in the chat oh, right yeah. now. Uh, Holy Cross, a love. <laughs> Your football team me? is going yeah. down this yeah. fall is what they're saying. Well, uh, very funny I've stuff. heard that before. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I can't, we got I can't Ranger. remember the last
1: time Holy Cross beat us in any sport, but uh, love I'll, have to, I'll come up with this. Probably basketball, actually.
0: That's so. hilarious. I love the trash talk. we got Ranger Kathy, who I'm sure you met at the oh, tailgate. Oh, I met, yes, A horse, good have omen.
1: Excellent food at their tailgate. I'll see her on Saturday for
0: sure. Yeah, she will be there along with uh, Ranger John, who does a fantastic yeah. job with our tailgates there. Next question real quick. Let's kind of get back on topic. We're, we're all over the place, which is fine, sure. which is awesome. I really enjoy talking try to focused. To so. No, 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 you're good. Uh, overall impressions of Chicago's first full season in MLR. I mean, you guys, a, a lot of people, including Bozo, who's on the show quite frequently, thought you guys were going to be world beaters with that roster. A uh, really rocky start, of course. But, you know, how did it turn out? I think it turned out good. I, I think we, I, I, we like our roster. And, and
1: so I think, you know, we had a combination of a few injuries, a few guys show up late. Um, you know, I think obviously, you know, when you're, you have a, a discrete dollar amount, you have to sort of make a decision on where you, you allocate that money. We, we definitely probably had you know a, a shorter bench than a lot of teams in the beginning. So we were counting on that. We lost, you know, a couple of key people early and one person joined late. So, you know, but we're very happy. I mean, we, you know, um, we had a lot of close losses, and you know, there's only a couple games we just weren't in them. I mean, we, yeah. we, we had a lead in the second half at your guys' place. Um, I mean, Seattle beat us up both times, but you know, uh, but I think overall we're pretty happy. I mean, we lost two games by donking a kickoff off the crossbar. So I mean, uh, but good. I think the players are happy. And the, the one thing was is that you know we we I, you know I went to all the away games, and a lot of the other teams would tell me that you know what for a team that's only got one win, you really have a happy team. And, and, and the that's guys we stuck together and, and we, we, you know, trying to build a culture of, look, you know, this, we didn't buy it to win the first year, you know, right. when it wins, it wins, but really bought it to, to build a culture. And, you know, Midwest has a big rugby presence, you know, yes almost 40% of all rugby registered players are in the Midwest union. Uh, pretty for the whole, crazy. It, it stretches from Pittsburgh to Iowa to Minneapolis, all the way down to the bottom of Illinois. Um, so, we have, you know, we have 10 division one clubs. So we have, we have a big, you know, a, a really big, vibrant community. So mm-hmm. that's the part that. I probably feel like we didn't do the best job because we didn't get started till late. It's really tough to to really get a spring because you know we, we play a fall schedule, so all our Midwest championships are in November. And okay. so it's very tough to schedule stuff. But you know, going to next year, if we have more time, you know, we'll be able to bring teams to come out to every away game, local rugby clubs, and play, you know, before. And we'll have our academy by then, which will probably be a mix of of, of, of what's already existing in the Midwest and the D1 clubs. Um, but so that, that'll be that'll be fun. We we'll get to do that. Uh, it took us six months to get our charity thing up and going, our our inner city rugby program, which we're partnering with Memphis inner city rugby, as well nice. as Pass It Back, which is the World Cup charity. So we got that ironed out, so we got our kickoff this, this weekend, and then we'll probably roll into the rest of the summer and the whole year, in the school year, which we're really excited about that. That'll probably be – that'll take up a lot of my time because I'm, I'm the chief community officer for the club, so – they keep me away from the money and they keep me away from, you know, the strategy. <laughs> the field. I get the good stuff. I get to deal with all the local clubs Yeah, we have four fields outside our stadium, as you'll notice, we'll see on Saturday. So we, we can have games before. So there'll be two different youth rugby tournaments before the MLR final. That's awesome. And, um, if we had a little more time, we could probably run more, but you know, with, with Shaq starting at one, I think getting in there early. Um, so they got three hours of tailgating, which will be good. The tailgating yes. will be fine because, um, you Know SeatGeek Stadium seats, you know, 22,000 or something like that. And, you know, even if you get a third of that, that means a third of your parking lot's empty, which means mm-hmm. there's lots of wand around tailgate. And right. so, it's easy to park, you know, it's maybe it's five hours, it might be 10. I don't know what they're doing for the final. We didn't get to set that price, but, um, uh, uh, but yeah, so it's easy to go in there. It's right off the highway 55 going to downtown Chicago, close to Midway Airport. If, you, if you're flying in Midway, which is yep. you should be flying in if you're just coming for the day. And so, yeah, we're excited. It should be a great day because, uh, you know, it's it's open season in the parking lot. And so (laughs) it'll be big and and there'll be a lot of people there. We got, I just found the Seattle fan clubs coming, you know, different teams, you know, guys from D.C. are telling me they're coming, players from different places. Um, So, yeah, we're really excited.
0: I'm excited too, man. Like, we were going to come regardless because it seems like it's becoming like a destination thing. Almost obviously not to the level of the Super Bowl, but you know, you got attractions or uh, uh, acts, national acts going to be yeah. there performing before and after. Like, Shaquille O'Neal, man, like one of the biggest athletes yeah. in North America, like most recognizable, most loved, very, very cool stuff. But I just wanted to let you know in terms of the actual overall first season, an MLR for Chicago. I just want to say that how happy we were as the Jacks Rangers show and Jacks Rangers when Chicago beat Utah at home to knock them out of the playoffs, uh, the contention at least, after Utah tried to steal our little slogan that the Free Jacks have had since the very beginning, let's ride. They tried to steal that from the Jacks. And so it was kind of karma right there in action. So we appreciate I was not aware of that. So, yeah. Well, we're happy to win
1: two games. uh, End the season, so we'll have the second longest winning streak in the league to start the season next year. That's so right, we're gonna have to defend that. So, only one team's gonna have more longer winning streak than us, and yep. we'll be second. And we're, we plan on you know keep fighting for that. That's um, a great
0: way to look at it. That's a uh, glass half full type of approach, right? There. Oh, I mean,
1: the glass is full and it's flowing on the floor kind of person. So, <laughs> you know, even at one and 13, you know, I still said a lot of good stuff There was no never a doubt anybody. That we didn't think we were building something good, and we were we were really excited about.
0: It. I mean, it's, it's encouraging fun. stuff that you're talking about with building up the community of rugby in that area. Obviously, it's already built up. But you guys kind of have to, you know, reach out and bring those people in. You know, with the the games prior to, as you're talking about all yeah, those fields exactly. with the youth stuff like that. I mean, the Free Jacks have been very very successful at doing that, and they're seeing dividends pay off for that. You know, so the, I think all clubs need to have that model of reaching out to the community get into the schools you know have the players show up teach kids how to play rugby pass the ball around mm-hmm. remind them that there's a game that you know the next weekend or whatever you know come out bring your family all that sort of stuff that is how this thing is going to move forward in this country but um i wanted to ask how did chicago how did that hosting the final come about was that like a a deal uh, when you guys got the franchise that it would be uh something no. that would happen in the future okay
1: no, I think, you know, I think two things. One is, um, um, you know, the league's in a six year. I think, you know, like everyone, they're constantly looking for, for ways to, to change things, to, to get better, to make the league better. Um, and our ownership group, you know, we have some people who have never played rugby and some people have. And so I think in some of the conversation at the league level, one of, one of our owners simply asked, well, why don't you have it somewhere so you can plan now in January or February instead of waiting the week before the game? Right. I mean, literally it's a week sense. before the game. So it's like, you know, and you know, said so we, we offered to host It said at that point, it was unlikely we would make it. It was still in the first half of the season, but, but at one in seven, it was, you know, the, the Vegas odds would have been long. And, you know, obviously, you know, SeatGeek stadium was really excited to have another event in there. Um, and so I said, th- so we said, look, you know, we'll try it. We'll, we'll put up some money. We'll rent the stadium. You know, we'll, we'll take care of, we'll put some interest, you know, we'll make an investment, which we did. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and the idea is hopefully you get more fans there in, than than a typical game and that uh, people be able to plan. you be able to plan ahead and get Shaq there. You're not going to get Shaq on one week's notice. You're not going to get dropkick members on one week's close. Right. And, and frankly, you know, based on how travel's been the last month in the U.S. for flying, you know, there would have been a crap show to get flights. So, yes. um, and, you know, let's just plan for hotels. Let's people plan their train. I know lots of people coming that planned it long ago, like you. Mm-hmm. It was a destination yep. in Chicago. You know uh, you know not to be biased but to, it's a great city it's a great place to be in the summer because you can't right. come in the winter so you might as well come in the summer and july right. is the least rainiest month of of the of the
0: year for us perfect and so, it's, so you know, even though it's been raining a lot
1: lately but it's it, it'll be good and we're excited
0: I am again, I keep saying that I'm excited, too. This is a destination thing that I think a lot of fans, whether, you know, it's not just San Diego fans or Free Jacks fans. As you were saying earlier, fans from all across the league, the super fans are all going to converge. And it's almost yeah. like a convention, almost, of uh MLR personalities and MLR fans. And that's exactly what you want. Um yeah. uh, So just real quickly here, I think when Free Jacks fans – First heard that it would not be at Fort Quincy uh, as a possibility, rather that it was yeah. going to be at Chicago. A lot of people had, you know, uh, you know, frowning faces is, is uh, I guess, maybe the best word to, way to describe. It. I'll just go ahead and say that they were pissed, right? Yeah. Um, that it was not going to be the possibility of Fort Quincy hosting. But now, with all of this stuff that we're talking about happening in Chicago, along with the final, I think people have come around to the concept. Uh, any insight about Miami possibly uh, hosting this next year? Since they are, they'll be the new kids on the block. I don't know. My guess is, you know,
1: when the dust settles Sunday morning, you know, they'll probably, you know, they'll Monday morning they'll probably start thinking, you know, recap for the weekend. I know there is an owners' meeting this weekend in Chicago, so I'm sure they'll be talking yes. about it. But I think, you know, I think in single game sports where there's a single game final, you know, which NFL is basically it, it's almost always in a neutral site, right? Yes. So I mean. They want to plan, They, you know, I think um, if you're only going to have one big event, I think if this goes off well and, and the, the, you know, the, the headliner kind of stuff, I think that'd be something you'd see in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I don't, I think, I it, you know, I think, uh, you know, in six years, MLR has a lot of challenges, right? You know, we're still mm-hmm. challenged on a lot of, a lot of things. I think, you know, sometimes doing something a little different to shake things up, you know, maybe it'll give a good idea. Maybe yep. they won't need to do it next year, but but they'll realize, okay, we got to find some way to plan earlier. And mm-hmm. um, or, you know, I don't know. But, but you know, so we're also in the middle of the country. So yep. no matter who's in there, it, we, we're going to be convenient for everyone. I mean, totally. so you know, you think in the middle of the country, it's, you know, us or Dallas, Houston, maybe. Yep. Um, so I guess New Orleans is kind of, you know, you got the, the corridor, but it, it's yep. really hot. Those three places in the summer. Um, so we are a little more temperate I mean, it should be only be 70, 75 degrees. Perfect. And sunny on Saturday. It should be it should be a beautiful day for rugby.
0: Sounds like it. I'm not a warm weather person at all. So you know, 70 degrees sounds awesome to me. Uh, any hotter than like 85, and I'm just like, yeah, this is not not good. It was but, hot in
1: Dallas when we played there two weeks ago. I mean, it was take the shirt off. It was so hot. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's made the rounds. That that went yeah. viral for sure. But it most kids, I think they're embarrassed. I bet so. I bet so. Let's talk about the uh, Dogtown Block Party really quick because that's kind of like obviously you got Shaquille O'Neal I think at one o'clock, which is going to be awesome. I'm definitely you know I I like to do a little bit of uh, you know drinking prior to the game, you know a little bit of chin wagon, but uh, you know I will be heading to the field to watch because that's going to be a spectacle, right? Yeah. But prior to that, from uh, nine thirty in the morning until twelve thirty p.m. We've got a Dogtown Block Block Party, so tell me what that involves exactly.
1: Well, I think it's it, it, for one, it, it, two things. One is a big, large tailgate, you know, fairly yeah. organized tailgate because there's three or four supporter groups. And obviously, a lot from around area will be having tailgates, and you know, the hounds will be having something formal. There'll be two different fields running youth tournaments, so mm-hmm. you'll see you'll get obviously I see two different types of youth rugby. One would be the learning seals pass it back kind, and then you'll have our Delaware Youth Rugby also has a tournament that going on and i think there's probably a few of the clubs and organizations that are having you know official meeting things there so mostly till you get a lot of food there i think there'll be a lot of rugby type of fun things to do you know in the parking lot because mm-hmm. the parking was huge and so there's a lot of room there and so i think you know people will be a combination of walk go watch some rugby there'll be some touch rugby some tackle rugby you know partake of the different things that are going on there and then uh Eventually, you know, be a lot of Howlands players and some players from other teams there walking around, greeting people Mm -hmm.
0: and then, um, you know, walk into the stadium. Sounds good to me. Can't wait to check it all out. Uh, Can you tell us about the tailgating scene there in Chicago and what Mm -hmm. might the Rangers expect for the final in terms of tailgating specifically? I keep hearing about this local liquor that you guys have and that I probably shouldn't try that. Well, if you see me, I'll definitely have a bottle of Malort. And uh, I brought a bottle
1: with me to Boston, so um, okay. So Malort is a you know a, a infamous liquor in Chicago. Uh, uh-huh. For two reasons: one, if you're a Chicagoan and someone from out of town is in town, it's your 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 legal obligation in the city of Chicago to give that person a shot of Malort. Okay. So Malort is a a liqueur, so to speak, and oh. it um it, it was from some of the earliest people that settled Chicago or Swedes, and so it's it's it's, it's Swedish. It's um it tastes um. It tastes like tree bark. <laughs> it's not very good, uh, but you get you get used to it. So, we'll we walking around, there'll be a lot of bottles of Malort walking around the parking lot. And just fair warning, if if you're not from Chicago, you will be given Malort some point in the parking lot by the numerous tailgates that'll have it, just for the express purpose of giving it to a visitor. Okay, yep. um, so you know you what? It,
0: I was I was encouraged not to try it, but you know what? I think I will try it because prior to me being a vegan, which I am now. I went to Iceland many, many years ago, and yeah. they had a, I don't know if it was just like a, a white lightning moonshine yeah. type of yeah. thing, but they had a a, a fermented baby shark yeah. in it. Yeah. And I drank that, no problem. So yeah, I, I will try. This it. is, um, you know, if you ever had a bad shot tequila, sometimes you're worried it's going to come right back up. Right.
1: Malord is the opposite. You wish it would come back up. It just stays <laughs> with you in your mouth like a long time. You can't get it. Right, it's not one of those shots that doesn't come back up. It stays there and you just taste it forever and it tastes like you ate a big chunk of tree bark.
0: Huh. So do you think I should have that prior to partaking in any other adult beverages, beverages or just like during it? Doesn't matter. It's, it's okay, it's, it, it's not it gonna matter discriminate
1: right. on its thing, but
0: I'll be walking around with bottles. There'll be a lot of
1: bottles yes. in the parking lot. They do not serve it in the stadium. Okay, um, so you'll have to get it outside. that that so um that's a pretty famous thing in Chicago. We you know we're known for Malort. we're known for our ver- our version of Italian beef, which is not a Philly cheesesteak, you know, okay. it's, it's it's boiled actually in a very spicy kind of sauce, and you 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 put it on a ganella roll, and you dip the roll in the, the thing, so it comes out like a big soggy mess, which is really mm-hmm. good. We call that wet, and you you put jar- Jardiner peppers on it, hot or sweet depending on how it is, and so that's a big one. We we'll love to have our deep dish pizza, which one, yeah. yeah. and you know our hot dogs, which are not allowed to be served with ketchup.
0: Yes, that's I've heard of that.
1: Of the, yeah. you know, no ketchup. You 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 put uh, <laughs> a bunch of relish and onions and maybe even tomatoes but not ketchup and you know it's called dragging it through the garden it just because there's so much stuff on top of your hot dog it, it looks like
0: i don't know what it is but
1: yes so
0: sounds pretty good to me uh what's the concessions like within the stadium are some of these local delicacies in there in the, concessions? Well, the hot
1: dog surely will be and there's definitely the pizza the malort will not be okay. um yep. but, you know you'll get the, the regular stuff is in there um gotcha
0: like popcorn and stuff yeah oh
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 very good
0: uh let's see here. Uh what are you most looking forward to other than the action on the pitch? Um, you know, I'm kinda I'm kind of excited to see, you know, the 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 the
1: two fan bases, you know, from obviously you guys and from San Diego coming in. I hope there's a lot of them. I you know I've been hearing from both sides and I think I think they'll both be pleasantly, you know. Well, Sandy who's been here, but I think you guys will you'll enjoy the the the, the rugby culture in Chicagoland because mm-hmm. uh, there'll be a lot of people from clubs. You know, Wisconsin is a big 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 presence. Indiana will be representing pretty hard. Michigan, so I think you'll see a lot of people there who are really just excited to see rugby. And I think just a bunch of people who love rugby and realize what a great sport this is, getting together and being happy. And I think you know my guess is you know the the there the, will be a pretty a pretty good game and on the field and off the pitch. So. Oh,
0: absolutely can't wait to meet some of the folks there in chicago and talk to them about the rugby culture there uh, yeah. something that's obviously very very important to the new england area great rugby culture great yeah. fan culture with the free jacks that's been built yeah. up over the past couple of years so that's very very exciting stuff really looking forward to dropkick murphys as you were kind of saying there yeah. it's it's almost like it's it was fate that you guys booked yeah. dropkick murphys and yeah. that the free jacks are in the final so that'll be a lot of fun for sure and then how can you how can you miss uh, Shaquille O'Neal DJing yeah. prior to the game? That is going to be a good show. Yeah, yeah it's going to be unreal. Uh, I've seen him think.
1: at Lollapalooza because, you know, Lollapalooza is, you know, three weeks away for us or four weeks. Um, I've seen him. And he's great. And people love him. Old people, young people, people <laughs> like just like watching Shaq. And, you yeah. know, he's yeah. such a good ambassador for just life in general. And I no think doubt. he'll see good And, um, yeah, it'll be good.
0: Uh, tell us about the surrounding area there in SeatGeek Stadium. Any sure. recommended places to get a bite to eat or have a few beers prior to the game or maybe even afterwards? Um, yeah, I mean, so you're about,
1: you know, maybe less than 10 miles from downtown Chicago, Bridgeview, which is, you know, an uh, adjacent suburb. Um, wow. So you get got a lot of uh, really good uh, Mexican seafood restaurants around there. My favorite yeah. is, I gotta, I wrote it down, is La Magoya's. Um, and I could send you the address it's fabulous and so a lot of that would be you know you get your Modelo with shrimp on top of it you get glasses of beer with shrimp all around the side and it's pretty uh-huh. it's pretty good and the food is really really good and there's a lot of those kind of restaurants in the area Um, it's um, you know because it's so close to the highway you could drive down to the city pretty easily yep. Um, uh, and it, which I think a lot of people are planning on doing you know because the game's fairly early so you know by mm-hmm. seven o'clock you could drive back downtown and you know, it, there's all sorts of stuff going on. If you're staying later, you know, the, we have a great zoo that's not too far from the thing. So if you're coming the day before, you go to staying on Sunday, That you know, the Brookfield Zoo is, is,
0: is really fabulous. It's not too great. big. It's easy to get into, uh, which is pretty nice. Awesome. So that was going to be kind of my next question leading into that. What Chicago tourist attractions would you recommend for all of the visiting rangers from New England? You know, some of us have never been there before. I've never been to Chicago. Super excited to be there. What would you recommend for for folks like us?
1: Well, sure. Brookfield Zoo is great. We also have a zoo downtown in Chicago. So, you know, Chicago is blessed by, by having a lot of our city you know butting the lake you know like so right. we get the entire east side of chicago goes by i like so the lake is, is is obviously one of the epicenters of our tourists you know we have navy pier which is a lot of stuff um and so um you know i think a lot of people depending. i think i know people have been calling me up saying well oh, where, where could we rent a boat you know the river in chicago is famous for its um river tours so there's a, a yes. fabulous architectural tour because chicago is known for its architecture it's not you not know, so it's, uh, you know, with Frank Lloyd Wright's from Chicago, you know, we had a lot of famous architects that built a pretty diverse type of architecture in Chicago in the office buildings. And there's two architecture tours that you can take along the river that goes from the lake and just goes to the river and just shows that. So that's one of the top things people often ask is how do I get an architecture tour? And the boat tour is fabulous. Okay. Um, in downtown Chicago on a weekend, it will be pretty easy to get around. You know, we had NASCAR last weekend, so that's pretty quiet. And the fourth over. Um, but yep. Grant Park, we have this huge park that's right next to the lake, next to the city. So I think that's that's one of the big, big things that people like to do.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited for this arch- architecture boat tour because I've heard oh, yeah. multiple people yeah. at this point tell me that that is one of the, if not the thing to do in Chicago. So well, I think we'll definitely fabulous. have to do that on it's Sunday. It's really
1: fabulous. And, you know, the Chicago River is a, a system of, you know, bridges that go up and down. So it's 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 kind of a fun little tour to do. And then Navy Piers kind of at the end of it, and you can you know that's got a fair well. more boats you can go on and that kind of stuff. Yeah, there'll be a lot, and if the weather is not too bad, you know, not too hot, it'll be a really nice day to walk around. You know, low seventies is it's kind of a gift if you're going to be
0: walking around a lot. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's perfect time uh, weather for you know we're we're, we're I in summer.
1: The, this the Sox or Cubs in town, but I can do that. But usually one of the two of them is down. They're not often in town at the same time, but I can check. And uh, you know, obviously. A lot of people, you know, like to go. Well, let me tell you who's on Saturday. So Saturday, the Cubs are at the Yankees, but the White Sox are at home, and I so the White that. Sox stadium is not. It's probably maybe twenty minutes from Bridgeview, so Perfect. you could easily catch a White Sox game. And I it's would a great love that to watch a game. It's right on the highway, so you take fifty-five to ninety-four, and you get right off at at at, at, at or not Comiskey anymore, but that's what it used to be. But yeah. I'll tell you, yeah. Phil.
0: You know, I, everybody like knows the Cubs, like pretty much world famous. You know, yeah. Chicago Cubs. Everybody wants to experience Wrigley Field. But I grew up in Charlotte, and yeah. our AAA affiliate of the White Sox is the uh, the Charlotte Knights. So I would love to see the White Sox play. I think that would be super cool.
1: Oh, it'd be a great game. It's a good stadium to watch. It's it's. They have a, a little different culture than the Cubs. They have a tailgating culture outside their thing. The Cubs, it's mostly in the bars and the organized right. stuff outside. But but the you know the parking lots of so Sox and you know Sox fans are very loyal. And mm-hmm. you know Bridgeview's on the south side, so most people around that area would be a Sox fan. And so I think I think yeah, yeah. I, that'd be a great 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 thing to try to take in.
0: Yeah, maybe I'll bring my uh, one of my custom uh, Charlotte Knights jerseys and hat. I think that'd be perfect. But somebody uh, will recognize
1: I guess, a Sox fan will definitely recognize it for hell sure. Yeah,
0: I'm sure yeah. that they would. Two final questions for you. One of them actually is not really a question, but the, this one definitely is. What's your score prediction for the game? Yeah, you know, we haven't really gotten into what's actually going to take place on the pitch. All right. Who, yeah. do you, who do you got in this?
1: Well, you know, I've watched a, a lot of um, a lot of both teams this year, and you know, we played we played San Diego, but I, but I like to watch a lot of them on replays. So I think in the end, like any game, is whichever team makes the least mistakes is going to win. But right. I would say, um, you know, based on if you'd asked me. 6 weeks ago, I would say for sure San Diego is going to win. But I tell you, <laughs> the last 4 weeks of the season, yep. I think, you know, New England has been the more impressive team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, losing a player of the caliber that San Diego lost to the red card, you know, yes. I, I don't think you can overlook that. That's, that's and he's a great player. He played really well. well, well. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, um, but you know, I, I would say my my, my gut kind of tells me that if um if the free Jacks play like they've been playing the last 4 weeks, uh, they should win, um, and so hopefully they don't get. You know, I I think well, I watched the game when they played, and maybe that was four weeks ago, and it was closer than the final score. Mm-hmm. I think you know it was it was a good game, but I think you know I think the benefit of the Free Jacks will be actually losing that game because you know Sandy goes like, oh, we beat these guys once, right? I mean, it, it's just human nature, right? Yep. I mean, and so and I think, but I think Free Jacks been playing better though down the stretch, especially their backs. I yes. think their backs have really been killing it, and San Diego is, is really known a you lot know, for, for their their big backs. But I mean, um, yep. I tell you that you know, again, if, if, if both teams play to their top level, you
0: mm-hmm. know, I
1: think jacks have been playing better the last month.
0: I love to hear it. I think we have a slight edge in the forward pack. I think their backs are unreal, but our yeah. defense is really really good. Yeah. So and, and so are the is theirs. I yeah. would. I, this is crazy to say this, but I would not snub a possible tie after 80 minutes and if you look yeah. it up if you guys if you're into the the betting scene which i'm not really but i put five dollars on this and i think you win a hundred dollars if you put five dollars down you get a hundred dollars if it ends up in a tie after the end of 80 minutes and even that before, definitely anytime. happen what's that even before if they played because
1: they'll play extra time right
0: yes but like if it ends in a draw after 80 minutes uh if it's a five dollar bet you win a hundred dollars yeah. So that that's the yeah, if it if it if it because then
1: then whoever whoever wins the over, so
0: they'll be they'll pay out on the tie.
1: Yes, which which is normal for regular season. But yeah, interesting. I don't look at you know, because I'm an owner. I don't even look at the, the betting site. So I have no idea what's going on with that. Yeah, um, so, so, I just
0: happened to see that today, and I threw a five dollars on it. Like, you know yeah. what? This this would it's it's a it's a nothing bet, but if yeah. it pays out, that's a hundred dollars. So I, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if it was the case. No, it's it be a good
1: day. I mean, and really, you're right. you know, both teams have been their backs have been so impressive. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, are they going to cancel each other out, or is one of them going to run the other one over? I mean, yeah. who knows what's going to happen? Um, yeah. but but you know, that's why it's, it's tough to always tell the forwards because both teams score so well in the backs. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I just want a good game. As long as it's close, I'm happy. Because, yeah. um, you know, you want people to be engaged and happy and stay to watch Dropkick Murphys and you know be 100%. happy again. Yeah, it was a great, day. a great day. Yeah, it
0: should be very, very entertaining regardless of what uh, you know takes place on the pitch. I think it will be very, very close. And hopefully the Free Jacks come out on top. Final question for you here. Any message for the Rangers out there? You got anything that you wanted to say to them specifically? Uh, the Free Jacks fans out there, what do you got to say to them?
1: Uh, well, you know, a big Chicago welcome, you know, you guys were so kind to us when we were there uh, to, to play you guys. And we, we don't forget that we got a long memory in Chicago, uh, especially if we like you. So uh, you know, expect a warm welcome. And, you know, any Chicago fan you walk up to, I, I think they will be rooting for you. You know, we've lost to San Diego twice. And, um, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, one time, you know, it was, could have been a lot closer. We got some right at the end of the half, unfortunate stuff, but, um, but I think you'll like it. You'll you'll see. You'll get some warm Chicago hospitality, and um, and uh, we hope you all have a great
0: time. I'm sure we will. That's an interesting thing to think of. Is like you know, there's going to be a lot of Hounds fans that are there, right? It's your guys' home stadium. I'm sure there's going to be tons of Hounds be a fans. Lot of fans yeah. Yeah. And and you guys lost to San Diego twice this season. Yeah. Even though you're in the same conference, I wonder yeah. if a lot of you guys will be rooting for the Free Jacks uh, to win the game. That that's. I hope you guys are vocal if you're going to support yeah. the Free Jacks. Just any Hounds fans that are watching this out there, yeah, just yeah. support the Free Jacks. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't just. I I would bet that more Hounds fans are probably rooting for the Free Jacks. You know? Love it. Love love yeah. to hear that, Phil. I appreciate you being on here. You've been fantastic, my friend. Mm-hmm. We will talk to you on saturday yeah, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll see you yeah. there Here earlier let me know so oh yeah Sounds yeah i'm good. gonna go buy more malort now thank you <laughs> <laughs> great idea i'm sure a lot of people right. are gonna try it at least once right
1: oh, well yeah more than that. about the word everybody required to bring a bottle of malort and give it to a to a, to
0: a visiting fan perfect okay i say yeah. uh one word to exit video it's huzzah and we're gonna say that in three two one huzzah, huzzah.